What's up, guys? I'm walking to work. Um, I'm stopping into a coffee shop, so I'll have to go. But first and foremost, it's so funny getting out of the nine to five because, like, it's the number one thing I crave <laughs> is having, like, an office to go to and start and end times. Um, it's just so funny, like, we think that we reject a culture until we leave it and we realize that there was actually a sense of stability in it. I don't know. Anyway, what's the reason for my walk and talk today? The reason for my walk and talk today is because five separate people in the past week or so have shared with me that they're really scared about losing potential clients, like reaching out to someone and saying the wrong thing. And I, I'm not... I mean, I'm self-aware and I understand how uh, there's an anxiety wrapped up in pitching because, you know, it's vulnerable, right? And this is something you care about. You don't want to misconstrue yourself. You don't want to paint yourself in the wrong way. Um, And with all of the different, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this online, you're kind of inundated with like, What's the right and wrong thing? And you know what's funny is that the advice I give you, someone can have totally opposite advice and it's, and it's good advice and still works. Which is why I continue to remind you that you need to find people whose advice you feel actually helps you take action and whose advice you feel like you probably agree with a little bit. Um, because things that I'm gonna say here, people could disagree with, but I stand by them. So. The thing is that, first and foremost, people who say no to you are not your clients. So this whole, like, I, w- I, don't wanna s- I don't want them to say no to me, the wrong ones will always say no to you. You can say all the right things, the people who don't need your services don't see the value of your services because they don't understand what that deliverable could do for them. They don't want to spend the money, they don't have the money, they're not gonna try to find the money, like whatever it is. They're not your clients. Like, bye, that's perfectly fine. We are not here to be in service to our paycheck, right? Your paycheck is rewarded always when you prioritize and are of service to other people. Every time, no fail. Zero percent fail. When you are of service to others, your wallet benefits. So if someone says, hey, I don't think this is for me, you are of service to them by saying, great, glad we chatted. Now you have a little bit more information. If you mind changes, or if you know of someone who might need the service, I hope you think of me. That's it. Leave it with grace, allow autonomy. People are allowed to make decisions. Hopefully we work with adults who make decisions thoughtfully. So the idea that in sales, we need to be like convincing someone with this meticulous rhetoric, on one hand, I've been doing that my entire career, you know? I know all of the different psychological tricks of like, say this word, not that word. And so I can go down a rabbit hole myself where I'm like, hmm, would I say that word? But at the end of the day, I hate to tell you this because it's so, it seems so obvious, but humanity wins. When you talk like a person to someone you view as a person, you will become a phenomenal salesperson. And it's the hardest thing to unlock, and I think maybe you won't get it until, it's like one of those like the girls who gotta get it. 
but being in sales, being in sales for so long, studying sales, going to sales conferences, selling to some of the biggest names in the world, it's really so funny how much, when I started in my career, for instance, little story, when I started my career, I was given, um, there's like a hierarchy of accounts that you get in the fashion space where you start with really small boutiques and then you go to really big boutiques and then maybe you get a dot-com retailer and then maybe you get um, like a regional department store then maybe you get like a kind of smaller nationwide department store then you land among like Bloomingdale's, Saks, Neiman's, Bergdorf's which is who I sold to because I had worked my way up through that ladder and (laughs) it's so funny because when I started Uh, I was selling to boutiques because that's like kind of where you start and I was assisting on major accounts which are you know big department stores and I remember Javier who was my boss at Prada probably should cut his name out but um, he let me like communicate with the client in more of in more of a way than people typically would at someone my ranking right And I remember thinking that I had to be super official, right? Where I was like, the enclosed blah, blah, blah. Like, because I'm like, that's how corporate people talk. And like, if I want a corporate deal or if I want money from a corporate business, then I need to talk in corporate, right? Like, I have to speak this language. And it was was really early in my journey that I realized the sales happened when he would call someone on the phone and be like, oh, hey, like, what's up, Ben? How was your weekend? Oh, my God, I drink way too much on Saturday, but we're back in action. I was looking at your stock inventory levels and I think that we need to get a reorder to you. Can I send you over a proposal? That was where sales were made, was humanity, was being a person. Because there's something cold about rigid corporate talk. And I think that people think that big businesses talk corporate and it's such a lie. Like, that is so not true at all. Like, of course, there's a time and place for it. I'm not going to act like all the time I was just walking around telling people I got sloshed on a Saturday. Like, no. But generally speaking, you would be surprised how casually I spoke to everybody. I mean, the, the Dillard family. I don't know if you guys know the store Dillard's, but, like, I used to sell to Michelle Dillard was my buyer. Or I used to sell to the president of Bloomingdale's. And it's so fascinating how chill those conversations are. Because at the end of the day, we've nurtured relationships with these people to the point where we are not begging for them to give us a shot. We're all sitting at a table saying, how fun would this be? And like, wouldn't this be cool? And wouldn't this be great? Where it's a meeting of the minds of saying, wait, we have this. Is that something you guys would want? And he has the wherewithal or she has the wherewithal or they have the wherewithal to say, I understand the internal workings of my business to know whether or not that's a fit for what our current goals are, right? Like that's kind of what they're thinking through. For instance, if someone comes to me right now and says, hey, I want us to start Facebook ads, like I want to start Facebook ads with you tomorrow and I'll do them for free, my answer would still be no because that's not a goal I'm working towards right now. The goals that I'm working towards right now don't have anything to do with ads. I know that I'm too early for ads and the kind of quarterly breakdown of my goals and how I want to do things. As for me, are Q1 next year. So it doesn't matter if someone has the best price. It doesn't matter if I have the best relationship with them. It doesn't matter if they get a proposal to me first. The answer is no, I know my business. 
and my goals would set me up for Q1. However, I have had three conversations with people who have said, have you gotten into ads yet? Your quiz is doing so well, or this is doing so well. And I said, it's a Q1 conversation, and they've booked a call with me in October so that we can be prepped for Q1 and I can start making decisions then. So why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because you're putting so much weight into what do I say to get this client and that's not the goal. You never get a client and if that's your goal, you might quote unquote succeed really short term but it will not pay off because that's skeezy. The goal is not to manipulate or convince or show someone that you should know. Sales is so much more simple than that. Sales is simply, I do this, do you need that? If so, let's chat. I'd love to, I'd be honored to, right? Saying, hey, by the way, I do website design, I'd love to design your website. Let's talk, because if you're in the market for it, even in the next six months, I wanna have my name in the, in the ring for it, you know? Um, sharing that kind, that's a sales pitch. And does that sound manipulative? Does that sound like I'm taking your money? No, it says, hey, I really love what you're doing. This is what I do, can we talk about it? And their answer could be like, no, not really. And you could say, great, well, I'm just gonna like follow up with you next year because maybe something changes. But in the meantime, love what you're up to. I hope we stay friends. I hope we stay connected. So that's sales. Talking to people like you're a person, understanding the person on the other side of the screen is a person, hoping the other person on the other side of the screen is a business owner who has some quarterly goals, some really clear identifiable objectives that they're trying to achieve so that they're not necessarily saying, mm, I don't like her or like mm, that email, like that one word threw me off or mm, the price is $100 less than I want it to be. Like, no, no. Talk to people like people and the people, let the people who say no go. Almost everyone says no. At the end of the day, if you think about it, if you have a two, you know, thousand dollar offer and you wanna work with people on a quarterly basis, then at the end of the day, you need what, 50 divided by three, like 15 clients for the entire year to make $100,000. 15 clients for the whole year. So if you reach out to 100 people, that's 85% of people saying no, that's fine. An average conversion rate is anywhere from three to 8%. So that means that for every 100 people, only three to eight people will say yes. Let everybody say no. They can come back, they'll keep you in mind for when a friend needs that service. And when they are interested in having somebody do that for them, you're gonna be the person that they call.